my happy enders. Uh, it's another week, and we did it, and I'm excited. <laughs> so let's get going. Um, this week, same thing. Uh, we are um, sponsored by uh, Care by Design and Absolute Extract. I actually used a lot of it on the person that I massaged this week, and he loved it. Um, this week, I got a real-life porn star. His porn star name is Jack Jiminy. Um, he actually had a video called Porn Extra where he is the offspring of two porn stars and he is not, he's just an extra and it's how he lives being an extra of where his parents are so popular. Um, it was a really interesting interview. It was completely different because we got out of the realm of not massaging a comedian. So that was different for me, and that was really exciting. Um, so special thanks to Care by Design. Your guys' pain cream is amazing, and I appreciate all of you do for me. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Jack Jiminy. Um, please like, click, subscribe. Um, send me emails at joyshappyendings at gmail.com and enjoy get undressed get under the sheets ooh you're in for a treat no I promise this is not a dream it's just a happy ending with joy Eileen alright are you ready for this oh yeah I think it's begun <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, hey, I'm Jack Jiminy. How, okay, and we're good with the Care by Design CBD lotion, I already asked. Yes, please, as much CBD as possible. Because they are amazing. This stuff is amazing. Seriously, mm -hmm. it's the greatest stuff. So I have to ask, how'd the name come about? Oh, it's a family name. Okay. Named after my, uh, my father, Richard Jiminy. Okay. Although his, that's like a performing thing. So it's his performer name? Yeah. Okay. So it just landed as my name, too. So did he just have a thing for Pinocchio? Oh, probably. I think it's just they were looking for something that rang. Okay. How long have you been going by Jack Jiminy? Oh, always. Always? Uh-huh. How long have you been a performer? Oh, uh, um... Four years now. Okay. Did you do anything in like elementary school, high school? Like porn? In no, not porn. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not from that generation. They didn't give us cameras, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've always made films. Okay. I consider myself more of like a, a cinematic, like an erotic cinema maker than anything else. Are you, do you like being in front of the camera or behind the camera more? Um, I mean, I like all of it. It's a good time. Uh, I think being behind the camera the most. I, I've spent the most time directing and filming things. Okay. Now, okay, we haven't mentioned that you are in the porn industry, so I guess we should mention that. Yep. Now, <laughs> how do you direct porn? Are you like, legs higher, legs further apart, squirt faster? Like I mean, it's all about lighting and angles and making sure people can see things. Has anybody ever gotten mad at you because of how they looked? And they're like, yeah, that role shouldn't have been there. No, I believe heavily in editing and making sure people always look their best. Like, I, I mostly shoot glamour. So it's like uh, people that 
you want them to be beautiful and you want everything to be a fantasy for people. Okay. In four years, is this like your dream do job or what do you want to do next? Um, it all sort of plays into like an idea of making these uh, experimental films. Oh, it feels really good. Yeah, you're really tight in your neck. I walk around with a guitar all the time. I get that. I walk around with a damn massage table all the time. So I get that. Have you, and you said, okay, this is one thing I did want to talk about. So you got a massage by Dr. Phil's good. Feel good. Dr. Feelgood, yeah, I definitely want to talk about Dr. Feelgood. Yes, please do. Like, how did that come about? Okay, so my car had just been broken into. I was having, like, a weird day. And I go to the park, Pan Pacific Park, to play guitar every now and then. And I uh, sat down next to this old man. And, you know, just played some songs, played some Towns Van Zandt songs and some, like, folk tunes. Maybe some, like, old bluegrass stuff from North Carolina. Is that where you're from? Uh, no, I went to school down there. Okay. But I love the music from down there. Uh, and I got done, and this, I chatted the guy up. I'm like, hey, man, are you a music producer or something? Can you, like, help me? And he's like, no, nah, man, but I'm going to do something for you. And he did all this. I, it must have been Reiki or body energy transfer work on me. He, like, cracked every bone on my body and did some stuff on my pineal gland. Okay. And gave me these exercises I've been doing every day. And since then, my, like, creativity has gone insane. How, okay, how long ago was that? It must have been two weeks ago now. Two weeks ago. That's, okay. And you just were sitting next to him. Like, was he giving you any indication that... Because it's just an odd thing. I don't know. I think because I feel really weird when I'm like, hey, I have a podcast where I massage you. Can I do that to you? So... Oh, I'm a very open individual. I mean, you'd have to be to, to live this kind of life. Uh, I, I'm very uh, spiritual. I think that he and I sort of wound up next to each other for a reason. So when he started doing the like energy transfer stuff, I was completely open to it. Okay. You know, you have to read people. I'm very good at reading people. I've walked the strip in LA for maybe like five years now, just interacting with people. Uh, so I, I like you know, I can read people pretty quick. I think, especially here. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, is that I allowed? I turned 30 in a few days ago. Oh, happy for when? Thank you. Oh, that's right. We're both cancers. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because I turned more than 30 <laughs> on Sunday. Oh, well, happy birthday. Thank you. We're people of the night. Yes, very much so. And a very duality kind of people, too. I, I saw a guy last night whose birthday was, it was his birthday, I didn't realize, and it's just every kind of thing I don't want to be. Cancers are like that all the time. We're either the beautiful people or we're the indoor terrible people. The me's. Uh-huh. I get it. <laughs> oh, no. You're delightful. So, ha okay, besides that massage, what other massage? Have you had any other massages? Uh, yeah, I had a good massage the other night. Do your massages always end up in sex? No, not always, but... You know, the massages are great for the sake of a massage. No, yeah, I Are agree. you hitting on me? No. No. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Maybe it's different for men than women because I always have women will come in and they're like, oh, my God, I tried to get my husband to massage me. And I'm like, let me guess, five minutes later, there was a dick inside of you. Oh, yeah. people. So. Yeah, it's foreplay for a lot of people. I mean, most people are just looking for an opportunity to touch someone else, right? Which is sad, because if you're married, that should just be an open-leg policy right there. <laughs> People are very complicated. 
when you work in a sort of erotic cinema or uh, adult entertainment, people put their sexuality on you more than you want them to. How so? Uh, you get so many photos from people that you know I've met casually, like that want to show me their sex life too. I don't, I don't want to see it, not for me necessarily. Re like that's true. Yeah, totally. And they ask you if you can hook them up with stuff. Like it's, it's. I imagine it's just like any form of entertainment. When you start telling people what you do, they want things from you. What's the craziest thing somebody's asked you to hook them up with? This is interesting. Oh, to hook them up with? I mean, they just want to go to watch people have sex. A lot of guys want to get pegged. Okay. A lot of people that come here to the comedy store want to get pegged. I have a whole bit about pegging, but I'm not allowed oh, yeah? to do it when my husband's in the room. <laughs> oh, too many comedians want to get pegged. I, I love to bring porn stars and comedians around each other. Like, do you know Dan Madonia? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Dan's the result of that, right? Right. He's a... Uh, I think that it's always a good pairing. Right? There are people that are uh, unusual. Do you consider yourself unusual? Oh, yeah, I think I'm special. Okay. Totally. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to be like, oh, can I go watch people have sex? Uh, no, I don't want to do that on a regular basis. Like, I, don't, I don't get off on necessarily being around anyone that I don't find attractive, right? And, I also have no self-esteem, so the whole time I'd be like, ooh, <laughs> okay. Oh, it can do things to you. I remember a few years ago I wanted to, uh, I was doing this weird thing for the sitcom we used to have where I was going to put myself into a, uh, a bukkake scene, like using a green screen. So I had to go film the bukkake behind the scenes. Do you know what bukkake is? Yes. Okay. But you should explain it just in case. It's just a lot. There were maybe 30 guys, and they were all going to come on these two girls. Oh, two girls. Two girls. It was more than one, yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, I didn't really appreciate what I was walking into until I got there. And it just, it's, it was too much, man. Too much of a smell. Too much of a concept of it. There's cum everywhere. Did it smell like bleach? It smelled like a, yeah, like a swimming pool. And it did something to me. Like, my libido was gone for a while. I didn't want to think about it. It, it traumatized me, I think, in a lot of ways. I could see that. The only reason I ask if it smelled like bleach is because we have a door guy here <laughs> who I massaged last Thursday. Oh, no. Who was telling us that his uncle's cum and his cum smell like bleach. Why is he smelling his uncle's cum? What's that kind of doing? <laughs> so, was there a rational reason that he told you that? I don't even know how it came about. You could review the tape, probably. Yes, but it was basically, it was Thanksgiving. They, and his uncle it had some mental unstable... Was he pitching a porno to you? I don't know. Is That's this how porno start? Now they're all like that, man. It's too much. So his aunt goes, what's that smell? And they went into the kitchen, and the uncle was jizzing all over the turkey. The fuck? And I was like, why would she smell? And I mean, why? why? So it heated it up maybe because the turkey was fresh? But uh, I don't know. But why bleach? <laughs> why does it smell like bleach? It shouldn't smell like bleach. It's not quite bleach, though. It's a worse smell. Like, bleach isn't a thing that's going to make me like not want to have sex for a month. Right? But the smell of that much semen, yeah. disgusting. Y and they were getting lot. They got like little uh, raffle tickets when they came because that was proof that they finished. Okay. Yeah, only the first 20 guys got a raffle ticket.
Who but goes? did you want to be the first one to get the raffle? I don't know what they want. I was the only person there that was not, you know, doing anything sexual to anyone. I was there to, uh, to film. There was one girl that was, uh, after they would finish, she would take their checks in the back room and, like, do more to them. It's quite a world. Huh. It's a, you know, Chatsworth is a weird place. I guess. And all these people are consenting adults, but they are, you know, they're a bit too gonzo for me. Have you gotten into any, like, fetish stuff yet? Or is that... Oh, man. I, you know, I don't shoot stuff like that, really. Uh, okay. I know everyone that does stuff like that. There's, there's all sorts of shit people are into, like, uh, feederism. Have you ever heard of that? No. Is, wait, wait. Is that where they just feed the bigger lady? No, it's like where okay. a skinny chick will, like, eat a lot of stuff, but, like, maybe she wants to eat the stuff, and she has to, like, do something first. Okay. Right? That just sounds Too like a much. bad date. Too much, man. And they're dressed up in like crazy costumes. I'm really in, just into shooting things that are uh, like cinematic. And, you know, I'm a surrealist filmmaker, so I'm mostly interested in like human form and symbolism and you know erotic beauty. It's not quite gonzo shit like a lot of people shoot. No, I kind of get that because I think I told you like I write romance books. Oh, cool. And I, a lot of mine is dialogue, because I'm a woman and we like to talk. And um, not a I mean, it has sex in it, but it's not the main focus. Sure, yeah. And I've had a lot of readers get mad at me, because the first book that I wrote, they didn't have sex. It was a cliffhanger. <laughs> and I had a lot of people get really mad at me for not letting him put his willy inside of her. And... I go to these author signings, and there's some crazy erotic books, and sure, yeah, some of the stuff these people are reading, which is fine. It's just not what I want to write. I like relationships first, <laughs> get to know each other a little better. Everything's self-service in this world. You know, it's, it's what you want. Not everybody's just trying to watch, you know, penetrative sex. People are trying to watch everything. And you know, porn and the. Like the erotic novels, they kind of go hand in hand because, you know, there's a lot of stepbrother, stepsister erotic novels oh, yeah? now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cousins. Uh, I think it's all by design. I think there's somebody pulling the switches in this country. Oh, I completely agree. Like, I also ghostwrite, and I've done a lot of shapeshifter books. What is that? <laughs> so, think werewolves but other types of animals as well. So like the very first book I ghost wrote, oh, I'm trying to think if I can do this without like really ruining the NDA, is... Um, like a skinwalker? Uh, so they just can turn into a tiger or a bear when they want to. Interesting. So my first ghost writing book was two tiger brothers and they fell in love with one woman. Whoa. And I had never read a shapeshifter book, so I actually had to call the um, author, and I was like, hey, um, when they have sex, are they tigers or are they humans? And she's like, <laughs> have you never read these? And I'm all, no. And she's like, they're human. And I'm all, okay. Oh, good. It's not bestiality. But then I'm also like, okay, there's three people. Well, that's six legs. I'm all, where do all the legs go? And she's like, I don't know. You're writing it. I'm all, okay. 
<laughs> so I focused. And well, can I make them amputees? Like, can we do that? Oh, <laughs> uh, they'll just grow a new arm, right? Can a shapeshifter grow an appendage, or are they stuck with the amount of appendages? Well, being that you can write whatever you want, like I did a whole bear series too, where they own their own security firm. <laughs> and each bear and. You have, like, it's a formula, too. So, like, they have to turn into a bear or a tiger or whatever they are at least twice in the story. Um, oh, whoa. Yeah. It's like a weird writing assignment. Exactly. A bunch of time. I mean, I got paid for it, so, hey. think they're mostly for American release, or is that, like, a foreign release kind of thing? It's a lot of American. A lot of women. Because I've actually... It must be in Ohio or something. <laughs> Kansas. Yeah. Um, I actually was in a author signing with one of the authors I ghostwrote for. And when I ghostwrite, nobody really knows who I am, and I don't really know who the authors are. But I went and I was reading the back, and I was like, holy shit, I wrote this. <laughs> and that was very weird, because I can't say anything. I just had to, like, back away, like, oh, that seems like a very well-written book. <laughs> oh, whoa. Like, congratulations on that. Good book, guy. So, yeah, like I see a lot of the stepsister, stepdaddy, oh, so many stepdaddies. Yeah, I think that those are for people to like justify their actions. Oh, I'm, yeah. This country has a major problem with people. I think the world has a major problem with people. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I'm trying to think of like where I want to go with this. This is just oh, we could, that's a downer of a topic, <laughs> right? A exactly. Let's go. So, you've been in front of the camera as well, right? That's sort of a new thing for me, but yeah. Okay, how are you enjoying it? Oh, it's great. Doctor Feelgood made me feel real good, dude. Okay. I've been uh. Challenge accepted. All right. I sort of, as soon as I interacted with that guy, I stopped eating. I started fasting a lot, uh, changed my entire diet. There's something about that interaction that really did something for me as far as, like, uh, like physical comfortability and creative energy. And would you ever think about, like, doing a porn where it's all physical energy, where you just, like, put your hands over a girl and she orgasms and... Oh, man, that sounds really cool. I feel like there's some people, there are a lot of cool people in this industry that have, like, that are experienced Reiki workers and experienced body workers and energy workers. But you so get, they'd like, be qualified to do that, maybe. That's a good idea. Like, mold your two passions together. Yeah, that's what I believe in. A lot of, uh, you know, spiritual stuff. Have you always been like that? I think I've always had a lot of inclinations towards spirituality, but I'm from a place that's not very spiritual. Where are you from? I'm from Delaware. Okay. How'd you get here? Oh, I always want. I knew I'd come to LA. It's you know, it's uh, you have to be here for certain things, and I've always been an entertainer. Did you know it was gonna swing towards the porn, or did you? Oh yeah, I think I'd been plotting since I was a young man. I think every young man has been plotting. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> since they were a young man. Very secretively. I'm sure all three of my kids at some point have been like. Oh, be a porn star. Oh, no. And my eight-year-old will probably be the one that does it. <laughs> well, he's got a long time to wait. Yeah. He's going to have to make a lot of plans. 
Now, do you want kids? Like, is that something you want to bring into this world? No, I don't think about that very often. I'm more interested in building community and uh, you know, figuring out where the world is going first. Okay. It's a very odd time to be alive. See, everybody says that, and I agree on some points, but the world has always been crazy. Like, you know when... Attila the Hun was doing all that stuff too. People are like, holy shit, this is the craziest time. Like, Oh, sure, yeah. It probably was pretty crazy back then. I don't know. Or a fucking okay corral. Like, I'll meet you at high noon. Like, okay. I think living is a surreal experience. It's a very uh, difficult thing to make sense of. We may have people telling us how it works, but they're only trying to get to the point. Right. Now tell me more about like I really want to know about the industry. Tell me oh, you, this is yeah, this is why we're here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, let me try and think of something, some sort of funny story. What what intrigues you about it? What is the intrigue? I see. I don't. I. It's not my thing. I don't think I get more turned on by words. Okay. So. See, I'm not a very—I'm a very visually like, stimulated person. I need uh, to see something. I think most people with penises are. Maybe I don't know how most people with penises are in general. So I don't know. Tell me something that I would be surprised, like in the industry, or people would be surprised that they didn't know about. Surprised to know. I mean, you can't just be in it. It's not just a thing. Everybody just wants to be in it. You gotta, I think. It has to find you in a lot of ways. Okay. A lot of the people that you meet are very, uh, their paths are so different, you can't even imagine how they get to the same place. Nowadays, you get a lot of people that are coming out of like the cam industry. Right. The young women can make so much money now, just on their own, without anybody telling them what to do. It's sort of a revolution of sorts right now. now like have in you Boogie Nights, right? Like oh. how the amateurs are always doing, always doing better. Right. But they're doing better now than I think anyone even thought was possible. Now, have you ever been, like, shamed? Has anybody ever... No, I I mean, I've had people try and act like it's something that not everybody thinks is really fucking cool. Everybody likes it, man. If you're a, a guy doing this, people are happy for you. I think it's very different depending on where people are aiming their sexuality and where they're aiming their aggression. Now, have you ever pegged anyone? I'm like, no, you wouldn't be a pegged. Yeah, that'd be, no, I've never had gay sex with anyone. Okay. Penetrative gay sex with anyone. I've never, somebody asked me that recently, too, if I've ever pegged anyone. Like, now, yeah. is this, like, something down the road? No, I'm attracted to women. Okay, but, I mean, I, there's always the... The guys who can do it, who sit, you know, who are... Gay for pay? Yeah. I don't do anything for pay if I don't want to do it. Okay. I'm a filmmaker. Okay. I think it's very important not to do things that are going to make you look bad. Because there's women who do the gay for pay too, right? Where they'll lick a... Oh, sure, and they're beautiful. Uh, I just, you know, it doesn't do it for me. Okay. No, I There are a lot of uh, bi porn stars out there right now that are doing really well. Because you would get, what would get you paid more? Like, with a man or a woman, or it just depends? Oh, I don't know. You know, I, I really haven't explored the situation. You sound like my dad. Okay. 
When are you going to do that one, son? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, it's just so, it's like so beyond me that I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think that, like I said, everybody's got a different path into it. Uh, some people are exclusively working for themselves. Some people are exclusively uh, on an agency roster and just going where they're told to go. Uh, one of my favorite moments I've ever experienced in the porn industry was at the XRCO Awards a few years ago. Uh, which is like the uh, Critics Association. Okay. And they were giving a Lifetime Achievement Award to a uh, filmmaker, a female filmmaker from like the 70s. And she got on the podium and she was just very stern with everybody and she was saying uh, when she was making her movies, they were being made with people that she loved, people that she cared for, uh, people that she thought were actually interesting and that she wanted to work with. And that the state of the industry now is people who are shooting wherever they're told to go for pay, not getting to know anyone at all and just sort of having sex on camera for no reason, and that that's despicable. And I, I, I thought she was telling a really good truth, that these people are, you know, we're all individuals, we're all humans, and you can't make people go through trauma necessarily just to make art. You know, you should be making art. And you won't meet too many people that have that point of view in the porn industry. A lot of them are just, you know, Filming sex with as many people as they can film sex with. Just like any other part of the Industrial Revolution, right? Right. Just fill as many holes as you can and just quickly as you can. The bottom line, dude. All right. Okay, so besides, like, let's pull away from porn. Like, what else have you done while you were here? In L.A.? Uh-huh. Oh, man, I've done a lot in L.A. I like this town. Uh, I'm an active folk musician, like a surrealist folk musician, so I've been playing around L.A. for a long time. I just went Tuesday. Tuesday night, I saw Steve Martin and Martin Short oh, at the cool. Greek. And he plays banjo. Mm -hmm. And he had a whole band. And the band was good, but they had a fiddle player. That dude was fucking fire. Like Yeah, his band's always good. His band, like, you know that fiddle player carries them, <laughs> like, yeah. hard. I mean, they were good, but he was fantastic. His bluegrass albums are very good. Yes. No, it's very interesting because my grandpa used to play, like, the mandolin and the harmonica. So I kind of grew up in that. I grew up total white trash, though. Like a southern family? Are you from the south? No, I'm from northern California. Oh, yeah, they're like that up there, too. Oh, yeah. It's fun up there. We all love our cousins. That's just who we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I grew up with all of that. But I'm also, like, a heavy metal hard rock girl. So it's kind of weird. Anything besides country I'm cool with, I think. Oh, uh, man, see, I'm all country. Oh, I cannot do country. Like, the old stuff I can do. Oh, yeah, I don't think of the new stuff as a genre at all. It's pop. No, yeah, you're right. It's like a, it's a weird mix of a lot of different kinds of music. I would also, if I had a bus, I would run over Bruno Mars, but that's just me. Oh, he's so adorable. No, he's not. Yeah, like, and he's dirty, too. He's, no. His lyrics are real dirty. I like that guy. Bruno Mars and Rascal Flats. I would... <laughs> Rascal Flats. <laughs> what an unusual fucking band. <laughs> I don't even know what they sing. I just know I hate them. They do the Cars theme, right? I don't know. I honestly... I have no idea. I saw them once in Orange County. Oh, I'm sorry. Terrible. I saw Creed once by accident. It was awful. How do you see a band by accident? I 
Well, I was trying to get away from someone. There, somebody was like, "Hey, let's just go to a concert," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and I was What's like, "You cheap? didn't fucking say it was a Creed concert." Oh man. Oh please no. A lot of tribal tattoos, maybe. <laughs> Worst band you've ever seen in concert? Sugar Ray. Why would you see Sugar Ray in concert? I got dragged to it by my brother. Okay, see, you get me. Yeah, I think it was like it was. Uh, it was awful. Best band you've ever seen in concert? Uh, Ween. You ever heard of Ween? I don't think so. They're great. You should look them up. They're very funny. Are they bluegrass? What are they? No, no. Ween is a. It's hard to describe. They're like a. They all their albums are different genres of music that they're making fun of. So they sort of they pick a. They have a country album. They have like a, a synth wave album. They have a lot of experimental albums. Okay. Almost sounds like me first in the Gimme Gimmies. They do, they but they do covers. They're like Zappa sort of. Okay. Who do you want to see in concert? Like, what's your next big concert? Like, who's out there right now that you're like, I want to fucking see? You know, I'm so detached from it. I really want to see my friend Amber Russell play. She's like this guitarist up in Portland. Okay. Fantastic. I'm very detached from modern music. Oh, Chad Van Galen, that guy. You ever heard of him? I don't think so. It's a lot of weird YouTube videos. Okay. I think I'd like to see him. So you're just into the... Are you, you're just drawn to the weird. Artist journey, right? Uh-huh. Always searching with him. Okay. Now, do you do... Uh, besides... Do you do art? Or like, besides guitar, like, are you physical art or just... No, I, I like to produce. I like to put interesting people together and see what they come up with. Okay. Which I think is a form of sort of manifesting art. What's the most interesting thing you've put together? Uh, well, I think the f- we used to do this thing with uh, my friend BJ and Riley Nixon, who's a porn star, and we would uh, do this like Gulliver's Travel porn spoof. Okay. Where we would shrink him down and like put him in her palm. It would look like she's like blowing a tiny little person. It was funny. It was fucking funny. I I really like messing. We would put his head on her body a lot. So it'd be like a topless girl with a guy who's like a, got a big beard on her body. And they would just sort of mime stuff together. Now, are you going to try comedy? Like, are you bringing comedy into you? Because oh, I see you here a lot. I've like, been a stand up for, I think, five years. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I used to play the store every now and then. Like, oh. Uh, up in like. I think I did the Ding Dong, not the Ding Dong. I did the uh, Belly Room, and I did the OR a couple times. Okay. I like this place. I love this place. Yeah. It's my favorite place in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, if I didn't have kids, I would be here all the time. Oh, man, it's it's quite the energy. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's such, people talk so much shit about the comedy store being a hard place. It's like the easiest place for comedy. You just have to, you know, people want to laugh here. There's so many talented people here. See, I think that's why it's so hard, though, is there's so many talented people, it's hard to be like, hey, I'm funny, too. Like, look well, at me. Good. I'd love to have that. That's what New York City's like, right? Everybody's talented. Here in L.A., it's full of fucking rejects and dumb people that are in the way. But see, some of those rejects get pulled, and that I think that's the hardest part, is seeing these people who either aren't trying as hard or just somehow get it, and you're like, damn, Okay. Uh, the world works out in all sorts of ways. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind paying my dues. It's fun. I don't know. I love it here. 
we're all on our own path, right? Right. So the comedy store is always full of people that I respect and people that I wish would get lost. Yeah. That's sort of just how it is. I agree. But the people that are worth respecting are worth it, right? Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I haven't met too many people here that, I mean, I haven't really met anybody who's been mean. I mean, they're probably snakes in the grass Ooh, behind your back. There's but some real losers that hang out here, man. I could name names, but that's not really what we want to do here. No, it's not. We can. Uh, <laughs> I used to own a uh, public access station here in L.A. Okay. For about three years. And I produced some shows for some people that hang out here. Really? Some of them are brilliant, man. Some people that we had on, I'm glad to see going places. Like Tom Allen, I'm glad that kid's doing so well. Have you, are you familiar with his work? I don't know. He does that funny character where they go to like town hall meetings and talk about Keanu Reeves. I don't Tom Allen, you should check him out. Tom Allen, okay, I will. Like, he used to be on every and then. I was always glad to see him. But we had some people I produced shows for that hang out here that, man, they weren't funny in... I <laughs> got... Maybe 20 episodes of their own show. They're not going to be funny ever. Do they see you? Like, do they yeah, fuck yes. acknowledge call you? Call me at 6 in the morning and say dumb shit to me. Do you answer? No, of okay. course not. So, Protect your energy in this town. That's right. You do. So, okay, what happened to the public access? Oh, it was an experiment that didn't... Uh, quite lead to the right place okay i've been there yeah. i have three of them one of them is <laughs> 18 no i'm kidding i'm kidding uh, they're all little chances they're all my little chances <laughs> we experimented and that's what we got no i'm kidding you're an experiment baby that's like a <laughs> test tube baby right <laughs> i think so like arnold schwarzenegger and danny devito yeah, twins little, little experimental baby i never understood that the test tube babies when I was little, I was like, are you growing babies in test tube? I never, that didn't oh, yeah. make sense to me. They're just modifying them genetically. What, what would be your like funniest fake porno name or real porno name, like a movie spoof or something? Uh, I don't know. They have, haven't they all been taken? Like you Rule 46 or whatever, right? It's, everything's a porno. Right. Uh, it's not though. Not everything's a porno. It can be. I've always wanted to do a fiddler on the roof. Like diddler on the roof. I was going to say something. diddler on the yeah, roof. Yeah, something like that. But musical, right? Uh huh. You could do like cats. Pussy cats. Oh, pussies, yeah. I'm sure that's been done, right? Probably. It has to. Probably not in any really talented or effective way. Let's see. The Titanic. She goes down while the boat goes down. There's got to be Titanic already. Yeah. See? I don't know. They're fun, though. That's like the fun of the whole thing. Have you heard of Wood Rocket? No. They make like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle porno spoofs. With, oh, that's like, fantastic. Full character costumes. Like, they're not skimping on any detail. I saw they have like a Simpsons one, too. Sure, that's probably them. Ah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. They are an insane group of people. Like, they, they do what I'm talking about, like making things that are interesting and pornographic because we went to we go to the hustler store a lot well we used to not as much anymore because they used to have fantastic shoes <laughs> cheap and um we, shoe, uh, stripper shoes but they're fantastic sure, stripper shoes are great they're so pretty 
and they were so cheap. And um, we would go through and just read the porn names, and they were hilarious. Yeah, that's like that's the whole thing. You know, because they had the Pirates of the Caribbean spoof. Oh, Pirates, Evan Stone. That guy's really funny. The star right. of that movie. He's like the uh, Skinamax guy. Yeah. He's the blonde guy, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah. knows Evan Stone. And he's a brilliant filmmaker. We had him by that public access studio, and he like he walked around just naming every piece of equipment and saying what it did and telling us how to do it better. Huh. And actually effective advice. That's good. Yeah. And like Katie Morgan. That's his girlfriend. Really? Yep. They're in San Diego tomorrow. Huh. Anybody that's in San Diego watching this. Uh, she strips, she feature dances, and Evan uh, hosts. Okay. Because he's delightful. They're both very delightful people. And if anybody wants to meet them, they can usually see them at Exotica, which they have like all around the country. Now, do you want to get into, like, are you in a relationship? No, I am not in a relationship. Would you? Like, is that something you want? No, that's not my path. Okay. Because I don't know, we, I know a couple porn stars who have, who are sure. married. Sure, one of my good friends is married. Uh, it's, it's very common in the industry. I'm like a, you know, I'm a cancer, right? We talked about it. I'm a uh -huh. very sensitive guy. I fall in love with everybody. Oh, see, I am a stage 10 fucking clinger. Like, my husband will sure. tell you, like, Joy does not love me like a normal person. Joy sure. loves me like a stalker. I've had, you know, I focus on using that energy as much as possible, but not focusing on it. Because we're cancers. We're very sensitive. Right. I mean, he's stuck with me until he dies. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you, he's part of your shell. Uh-huh, he is. Uh, my guitar and my camera and my shell, I don't have a person there. I get it. I mean, because... Honestly, what I'm doing would not be possible without him. Like, I'm Good. here. It's beautiful. And he's taking care of the kids. And I know my kids are getting fed. I know my kids are safe. You know? That's a beautiful thing. It is. And same, like, when we do author signings, he'll show up and he'll help me and he'll set up my table. And because I get really severe anxiety. And he'll yep. just be like, okay, I got this. And I'm like, okay, cool. So... I don't know. I like having somebody there next to me, pushing me, helping me. So, but I don't, I also miss the day in kindergarten where we learned how to share, so I couldn't. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that is mine. Well, that's, you know, I think that's a very normal and common way to have a relationship, right? Like, I will spread rumors that he doesn't know how to have sex, he has a micro penis. Oh, like, nobody wow. needs to know what I have. Oh, that's. That's okay. You two love each other. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> Anytime somebody's like, oh my God, I love your husband. I'm like, Does he get off on that at all? The, the, the little penis thing? Some guys are way into that. No. I don't think he knows that I do it. I'm yeah. just like, no, that's mine. Well, I don't really do it. I just joke around. But, yeah. <laughs> or I tell him I keep him chunky because I don't want anybody else to know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, just eat more cake. It's okay. Uh, are you a good cook? No. Well, no. I am when I do, but I don't have time anymore. Between the books, the podcast, comedy. I also work at a chiropractor five to six days a week, so. That makes sense. It's, I mean, I try. They, can they get one of these massages from you, like the people out there? Yeah. They can hire you to do that? Uh-huh. Okay, great. You should, you should all hire her to do this for you. <laughs> Thank you. It's very relaxing. Yeah, you've got... 
Some built-up tension, though. The stretching, are you foam rolling, too? No, I just do this one, like, sort of routine, but it's not a very intense routine. Right. If you ever think about it, foam rolling. Yeah, what is that? It's just a bit, it's almost like the thing that your feet are on the bolster. Yeah. It's just a denser foam. You can get them anywhere. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them at Five Below for five bucks. I don't know if you guys have those out here. Um, but it's just a really dense piece of foam and you can roll on it and it's just, it's basically this, but oh, with a foam roller. That sounds great. It's fantastic. I do it when I work, after I work out, just to get that blood moving. It, yeah. Yeah, I walk a lot, so it sounds like a nice thing. It is. I mean, they're like when you get your IT band or your quads, like, or at least me, my quads are really tight all the time. Those are the ones where you're like, oh, but, or if you do your back, it helps too. And All just, of that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Also, lacrosse balls. Oh, really? Uh-huh. They're really dense. Better than a tennis ball, but you lay on the floor and, like, you can put your lacrosse ball, like, in between your shoulder blades and just press on those pressure points. Also, the glutes are really good for the, or the lacrosse balls. Whoa. Mm-hmm. These are all new things to me. <laughs> Ta-da! I will bring knowledge to you. It's good. It's good. Uh, use of, uh, unusual use of something I'm sure I can find. No, and it's fantastic because you can just feel the blood moving. And also, like, if your back gets really tight, I don't know if, like, you're ever... Well, no, you're holding the guitar, so you're constantly, you know... I'm upright, you, yeah. Yeah. So if you just roll, your back will just crack and put itself into place. I couldn't believe how many places Dr. Feelgood made me crack. I want to meet Dr. Feelgood. He's a, you know, he's a ethereal being. Like, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, completely sublime experience. I bet. Like, I've always been interested in, like, the Reiki and all of that, but... I once had a, a Reiki healer do something. I had a, a broken rib, and she did a, a thing to me and popped it back into place. Oh, my gosh. It was... It was the most confusing thing I've ever had happen, right? Because she, with energy work, snapped my rib into place. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I could not understand what she had done. I thought there must have been a gimmick. Right. But there was no gimmick, I think. I think she was just a powerful person. That's fantastic. Like, yeah. some people really have that gift. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because I've seen, you know, you see things, especially being a massage therapist. Yeah. We, ex we all experience things that are surreal or supernatural. We make sense of them, right? We just keep going forward because time moves. Right. But they happen. They happen all the time. No, I actually was going to... T I'm that person, though, which is why I have to have my husband, where I'm like, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do this now. And he's like, can we just do this for a second first? <laughs> I'm like, but let's try this. Oh, you got to keep moving. So I'm actually... The next thing, I think, I want to try hypnotherapy. Oh, interesting. I... You know, I could never get into hypnotism. I've never been, but it's so fascinating. I just want to see. I just want to, like, touch it in my lifetime for a second. I have a good satanic book on hypnotism called Magic Wands or Magic Sticks and Who Waves Them. That's a good porn name right there. Oh, man. That's a weird book. This uh, Satanist used to give me all these books to try and indoctrinate me into his cult. They were always like kids' books almost. Like they were written. Just look up Steamo the Wonder Crab. Okay. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's hard to even describe. It's like a. 
there are books about Satanism and like satanic principles that are disguised as kids' books. Hmm. All right. But one of them was on hypnotism. It's just like Scientology is all done up in the Dianetic stuff now. Oh yeah. Those big posters on Hollywood Boulevard of like people that they've kidnapped, right? Those big buildings. Yeah. Terrifying. Their buildings are gorgeous. Well, all the sure. buildings here are gorgeous. It's, some of them are sad. You're like, no, it's so pretty. That Satanist guy I'm talking about was born in the main Scientology uh, building because that used to be a hospital. Huh. The blue one? Yeah, the big blue one. Huh. It used to be a hospital. All right, so last thing I like to always do is do you have a non comic story that still makes you laugh like something that when you get together with friends or family you're like oh my gosh remember that time oh yeah so many of those what would be funny to talk about I wonder uh, one time my friend got a really good idea she was going to do something called glitter bombs which were basically just handfuls of, gl of glitter I still think it's funny for other people if you couldn't have seen it <laughs> Glitter's awful. She had a big handful of glitter, and she woke up my friend in the middle of the night. Uh, Wally, he was sleeping. And as soon as he opened this, oh, man, it's too funny, but it's not funny to hear. Glitter's like the herpes of the yeah, craft world. As soon as he, like, woke up and looked at her, she just threw it in his eyes. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> uh, he spent, like, the next, like, hour screaming, maybe. Uh, See, that's not funny. <laughs> it's funny if you saw it, but it's not funny. Is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? <laughs> Uh, what a world this. Uh, yeah, I'm Jack Jiminy. Check me out on Instagram at Jack, I think, like, underscore Jiminy or something like that. Uh, or check out Chalo Focus on Twitter. All right. How do you feel? Can I sleep here now? <laughs> no. Oh, man. Send me out into the world. Uh, all right. Take your time getting up, okay? Okay, sure. Okay, I'm going to go in the room. We did it. We did it. Ta-da. All right. That was my episode with Jack Jiminy. Uh, it was a little bit different, but it was cool. It's cool getting away from the normal that I do. Um, I also am going to have a real-life hooker on soon, so that's really exciting. She's very nice, and I'm really excited to ask her questions. So once again, please like, click, subscribe, um, comment, uh, send emails to joyshappyendings at gmail.com, and have a good day.